0: Bags down, spikes on, welcome to the track. Hi, my name is Colin Waitsman and I'm going to be your host for this episode of Track World News presented by the Harrier. Uh, Look, last episode of the year, and if you want to start off 2022 right, Go and get something out of the shop from the Harrier. Have plenty of different shirts, t-shirts, sweaters, pictures, uh, stickers, that is, posters, a whole bunch of things that you definitely want to go and get. Start the year off right. And so how about you go in and get something and use code TWN in the shop to get yourself 20% off. That is code TWN for 20% off anything at the Harrier. Now, I want to go over a few things in today's episode. It's going to be a shorter episode because the season hasn't really started yet, and next week is when we're really going to start to see a lot of things pick up. I know we've had a few meets, but this was the Christmas break, I guess you could say. A lot of schools, a lot of teams, a lot of athletes took some time off over the past week, so we really didn't see anything happening over this past week. And so, there is really... I guess two things I want to talk about Uh, and we're going to first be talking about a review of this season or this past year and how this is track world news has kind of just grown. I'm super appreciative of it. Uh, Then we're going to be talking about the American track league and then finishing up with uh, some news on Alberto Salazar, the former track and field distance coach and some news that's gone on with him. So first, I uh, want to say thank you. Like, it's really been insane to see the growth that this podcast, this Instagram channel, whatever it is that you want to Instagram account, everything that we've seen over the past year. I mean, we started I started this off in October of 2020. So really, essentially, the beginning of 2021. And it's been a. A crazy experience so far. There's over 3,000 of you on Instagram by the time we're recording this and we have over 11,000 of you tuning in to the podcast which is just like crazy to think of that there's been over 11,000 people uh, listening to me just talk about random running, jumping, and throwing things and it, I'm just super grateful uh, that you guys are taking some time out of your day to either enjoy the content on Instagram or here on the podcast. want to try to provide a little bit new of a spin here. Um, I know that we talk about the news. I also want to make sure that I'm giving some of my opinions on things because I am – Fairly opinionated when it comes to track and field. And so uh, I love to, to share that with you guys. And when there's some value to be had, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're sharing some information back on like, hey, Colin, this is where you got it wrong. This is where you got it right. This is what we should change in the future. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Thanks for letting me know. I'm never going to be angry. I'm never going to be upset to hear advice or to hear suggestions from you all, and the more that I can hear about it, the better. And so this is the last episode of 2021. Looking back, it has been a great ride so far. We've had some fantastic people interviewing From high schoolers just getting started within their track career, all the way up to Olympic medalists that have have joined us here on the pod and everyone in between. And so whether you are someone that is a professional athlete that's getting your workout in, or you're a a parent of a track and field athlete, a coach, or you're just getting started in, in high school or middle school, whatever it might be, or anywhere in between, thank you for joining us here on track world news. I I really do appreciate, appreciate it. And um, yeah, let me know what else we can do in the future to increase your experience. And um, yeah, I hope that we can have many more years to come. And so now I want to first get started with a little bit of news on the American track league uh, side of things. So, for those that didn't see it, because it just happened yesterday, American Track League announced their first meet of the year. It's going to be happening on in Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, on Saturday, February twelfth, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. And there's going to be more details on how to go to the meet, as well as where to watch it, and and all of that. They're changing things up a little bit, where they're going instead of having four or five track meets like they did indoors last year Uh, they're going to be doing more grassroots programs and they're going to have more details on what that is to come but based off of just my understanding of what grassroots kind of is that's going to be supporting local areas local athletes in reaching their goals and giving them opportunities to compete that might not be able to else uh otherwise so I think it's going to be an an awesome way to help grow the community because I I really do think track and field comes from the ground up. I mean, track is the most competed in sport in the entire country, and it's not even close. Yet, if you were to ask any of those athletes, hey, who's your favorite track athlete or who's your favorite track runner? They're either going to say, I don't have one, or it's going to be Usain Bolt, who hasn't competed in, what, four years. So uh, it's something that we definitely want to grow and just grow the understanding and knowledge of it. And I think that it starts with those kids that are in middle school, those kids that are youths, that are, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12. They're just getting started in track and field. And if we can have a great base, especially with the American Track League, helping to grow that, I think it's only going to help our sport in the future and and really pay dividends so uh, excited to see what that's going to be more information is going to be coming out soon so make sure that you take a look at that Uh, next part with the american track league so i will actually be doing an instagram takeover uh depending on the time that you're watching this uh, it's either going to already be happening uh happened already or about to happen (laughs) so i know it's like colin duh that's stupid why would you even say that but uh so we're going to be doing a takeover if you're listening at the this day, the, the day that it, it comes out, it's December 28th, 2021, uh, and then December 29th uh 2021 so tuesday and wednesday we're going to be doing a takeover we're going to have a couple instagram live posts uh our first one on tuesday is going to be with mj mjp tv we're going to be doing a discussion of the 2022 season what we can expect what we're both looking forward to for not only american track league as a whole but for just track and field in general then on wednesday we're going to be having a Q&A with Noah Williams at 6 p.m. Oh, yeah, also that the first one with MJP TV, that's going to be 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Noah Williams on Wednesday is going to be 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so if you're interested in tuning in, go on to American Track League's Instagram. They are at American Track League, and we'll be posting on there. It's going to be a lot of stuff from myself covering things that are going on within American Track League, answering any questions, doing different posts, all that type of stuff. So make sure that you, you tune in. Something I'm super excited for, and uh, we can sh- kind of shake these things up a little bit with, with how track and field's going. And uh, then the next topic that I want to discuss, and really the last one, is covering news on Al- Alberto Salazar, the former coach of the Nike Oregon Project. And so it just came out, released by the New York Times that the that safe sport u.s u.s safe sport has determined that he is now going to be fulfilling a lifetime ban from track and all u.s track and field related um, sports so he is no longer going to be able to coach anyone for the u.s or u.s paralympic team in track and field and so he's now barred completely from competition if you're unfamiliar with what happened or you need a refresher on why alberto salazar is getting this ban well in 2019 it was found that he actually possessed testosterone as well as other doping related substances and he has a lot of different athletes that he was working with and he was one of the biggest names in track and field one of the biggest coaching names that we had especially in the distance realm and he had been linked with nike since the 80s when he was an athlete and then when he started coaching after his professional career and so it was linked that he was possessing testosterone as well as other doping related substances. And so he received a ban, Uh Nike attempt, Helped back him with his appeal. And then later on in 2019, we saw several different female athletes coming forward saying that he was emotionally abusive and and body shaming. Two of the main athletes that came about was distance runner Mary Kane and Amy Yoder. They came out talking about how he was body shaming or being emotionally abusive to them. And once more and more athletes started to come out, Nike eventually uh, pulled back their support employees were protesting Nike for having Alberto Salazar as a a coach still. And then they eventually said that he is no longer a coach with Nike. He was fulfilling this ban. And then just recently, uh, a few days ago, it was said that he is no longer going to be able to coach at all for for Team USA. And because he originally just had a ban that went through covid so it was until august of 2021 and then they have gone through that entire trial and everything and it's said that he's no longer going to be uh, allowed to coach for us and so that's also though um on the other hand he still technically would be allowed to coach in the ncaa or in high school in the u.s will that happen I strongly doubt it. There is no way in hell he is going to get an NCAA or a high school coaching job. Could he technically get one? Yes, he technically could because it's a different organization, but I don't see any way that a school would say, you know what is a good coach to have on a roster, a coach that has been labeled as being emotionally abusive and, um, and, having that person on our scholastic roster and I think that's going to do wonders for recruiting there's no shot and so my view on this is it's a good thing I think that the decision to have him banned continued is a good decision I mean there's several athletes that were coming forward about how he was just very bad uh, very bad person to have around in the sport, as well as showing that he cheated and had and was possessing things that are you're, you're not supposed to have as a coach, as well as just being kind of a terrible person. I mean, you're just it's like, oh, yeah, we're just rolling these things together. And of course, it's it's not going to be something that is going to be allowed to continue. Now, the safe sport did not say what exact thing banned him for life so there were a few different things that it could have been but they didn't uh officially discuss or disclose what it was that they were banning him for life for but i think that it's a good move i mean he's he's just not someone that you want to have around our sport and it's something that I'm glad that he's being he's being barred from from track and field for because it's it's just giving a bad name for for track and field. We've seen issues with this in gymnastics going around where there's been a few coaches that have been. Uh, shown to be bad for the sport of gymnastics and now we're seeing it here in track and field as well interested to see if there will be any other people that will come forward about coaching staff or other individuals that have been emotionally uh physically sexually abusive towards them as athletes i'm sure we'll we'll start to see new things coming around for sure but like i said a a light episode today we're going to be having a lot longer of an episode next week First meets for most of our major schools and Power 5 conferences are coming out next week, so you're going to be able to see a lot more rundowns of what's going on. Also, if it's not out right now uh, take a look on our Instagram page we're going to be having NCAA power rankings week one is either live or it's about to be live uh, it's going it's going live in on the morning of Tuesday so if you're listening to this right at 7 a.m I might not have flipped it on yet but it's it's going to be there uh, very shortly if it's if it's not there already but we have week one of our power rankings you're able to see for both the men and the women it's for all of the teams that have already competed so if there's a school that hasn't competed yet as of 12-27-2001, you're not going to see them there. So LSU isn't there. USC isn't there. You're going to be like, hey, what, what the heck? Why is Princeton you know, tied for first for the NCAA ranking? They're probably not going to win the national championship. And you're right, but that's they're based off of the schools that have competed already They're the tied for first there. And so, take a look on our Instagram. If you go to our link tree, it'll say NCAA Power Rankings. You can take a look at that. And it also has filters for, like I said, males, females. You can filter by event as well as Power 5 Conference. There is a, a key for all of that stuff at the bottom. And let us know what else you would like to have added to that NCAA Power Rankings. We're always trying to make it cool and and more engaging so we'd love to hear more information on that but that's going to be our episode if you like more content go and follow us on instagram at track world news it's crazy that we have 3k followers now i didn't think that it was going to be possible but you guys did it and the support is super awesome Uh, so thank you for that but yeah make sure you go follow us leave a like subscribe to the channel uh, subscribe to the podcast leave a review only takes a few seconds but it really does mean the world to us so have a good one i'll talk to you soon and peace